Hey, what's up? Isla del Sur Pueblo. Today is Friday, March the 12th, 2021, and you're listening to the Daily Corn Mill on KUEH Gue 101.5 FM. I'm Chris Gomez coming to you as always from the Paquito Village. Thank you for tuning in. March is National Social Work Month in the United States, and we are doing a series uh, commemorating National Social Worker Month. And this is the third part of that series. I'm pleased to be joined today by um, Vididiana Sigala from our Circles of Hope Division. How, how are you doing today, Avidi? Good morning, Chris. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, yeah. Avidi, of course, is a reoccurring guest. If you missed her previous podcast, you can download that wherever you get your podcasts from um, Apple um, Podcast or Google Play or Spotify. We're on all those. But, but her previous podcast was on dealing with um, the stress of the COVID-19 pandemic. And there was a lot of great information that she gave on that one. So that one, if you do want to go, go back and search for that, you can download it on demand. And um, if you know anyone that could use that that information, that that's a great one to go back and listen to. Today, what we're going to be talking about is creating a healthier life and eight dim- dimensions of wellness so um, we're going to go in, into the eight dimensions of wellness. Can you go ahead and um, start off by telling me where the eight dimensions of wellness comes from, Vidi? Absolutely, Chris. So I know that Gabriela Prieto and Mr. Montoya covered substance abuse and dual diagnosis, right? So um, being a therapist here in the Circle of Hope, the mental health division, um, I want to cover the eight dimensions of wellness because it covers pretty much everything that an individual should be focusing on to have a healthier life. So um, in 1986, Dr. Um, Swarbrick, um, she created this because she wanted to address disparities that many people were facing at that moment and people that were at risk of developing either mental health issues or substance use disorders. So this model has evolved over the years. And, and it's based on the lived experiences of people facing traumatic life experiences, um, substance abuse, and mental health challenges. Um, initially, Chris, the model included only five dimensions, but over time it evolved to eight. Um, and we're going to be covering that right now in a minute. Okay, great. So um, I guess we can start things off by um, just kind of defining wellness. What what exactly uh, is wellness? Because we just say wellness, but um, what does that in- mm-hmm. incapacitate? Absolutely. So wellness means being in being healthy, right, in many dimensions of our life. So um, it the eight dimensions of wellness. What it covers is emotional, physical, occupational, intellectual, financial social, environmental, and spiritual. And all of those Chris, are connected. And one, each one of those dimensions are building on one another, right? So an individual, in order to be healthy and to cover these eight dimensions of wellness, all of them should be working together as a whole. Okay. And, and what happens when one of those dimensions or multiple um ones of those dimensions, we, I, I, I might be getting ahead of ourselves here, it is kind of out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, and you know, when, when that happens, for example, in the financial wellness, right, when we um, are having financial issues, for example, we are in debt or we're not able to afford what we need, that's going to create anxiety, right, which is affecting the emotional wellness aspect of our life. And then after that, this can lead to medical problems, we can start experiencing physical issues, right? And then trouble at work, occupational. And when this happens, like it's kind of like a domino effect, 
right? And we start questioning what is my purpose in life? What's my meaning? Like, what's the meaning behind all of this that I'm doing? And that affects your spiritual aspect, right? So that's a great question, Chris. Okay, great. And um, so um, a lot of our audience, we're um, Native American people um, and, mm -hmm. and Pueblo people from that. Um, is this something that kind of cuts across cultures or is it something that's um, universal, so to speak, I guess is what my question is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, this is something that we live in a multicultural world, right? And, and here in the, in, the, in the Native American population, right, everything that affects and, and everywhere, like you said, right? It's something that affects everywhere. Um, so when an individual is going through traumatic experiences, right? That's a universal human experience. And our culture and our spiritual beliefs impact your perception and everything that you do on a daily basis, right? So wellness is about how we live our lives and the joy and fulfillment and health that we experience. So definitely it affects everybody, right? So it's something universal. Okay. And um, so you've been employed with um, the Pueblo for how many years now? It's been six years, Chris. Six it's years. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, well for, I mean, thank you for everything you've done for the people of our Pueblo, um, number one, and the work that you and your department do, um, you know, this being um, National Social Work a Month, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I just want to give you a, ba a big thank you because I know you have helped a lot of our, our tribal community um, it, with the work that you're doing through your, your therapy and everything. But um, I guess my question to, to, to it um, being you know, that we're a Native American tribe um, mm -hmm. and there's these eight factors, do, do, you, do you feel like culturally maybe one of those dimensions um, tends to dominate more with Native American people um, and, and either has a good effect or a bad effect on us? Yeah, uh, from what I've seen, um, based on experience, um, spiritual is something that, you know, it's like just asking yourself, what's my purpose in life? What's the meaning behind what I'm doing? Um, that's something that it's, it's a strength that the community has. You know, it's not necessarily something that they struggle with. It's something that helps them continuing with, you know, their emotional uh, intellectual, occupational wellness aspect of their lives because they are so connected to their ancestors, to their family. Social is something also that it's a strength in, in our community because you're developing a sense of connection. And it's not so individualistic. It's a community effort. And that's what I love about working here at the tribe because it's not, you're not only um, working with an individual, but you're working with the family as a whole in the community. So those two aspects, I think, that have helped many of my clients overcome emotional issues, occupational issues, you know, so that's the strength. Those two things are social and spiritual are one of the dimensions that I've seen that many of our tribal members use to overcome issues in their life. Wow, that's great. So we're already starting at a good, good place here, um, just being um, Native and from this community. Yes. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about um, creating balance within um, these eight, eight um, wellness factors. Um, uh, what, what would you say uh, about, is there a need for balance, balancing all eight of them? Or is um, it something that we can kind of um, uh, focus more on, on different parts of them? Yes, no, creating a balance, like you were saying earlier, it's so important, right? So we can have 
wellness in our life, right? So it's all about um, how you're managing things depending on culture, circumstances, resources, of course, and other factors. That balance means making sure that you have the time to do the things that make you feel happy and make you feel fulfilled. Um, this includes working, <coughs> you know, either volunteering or just going to work where you're getting paid, um, having fun, spending time with your family, friends, participating in community events. So important, right? Something that we do here at the tribe um, before COVID happened, right? So hopefully we're able to go back to that sooner than later, being physically active, praying and relaxing and sleeping. Okay, great. So, yeah, we definitely need to ba um, balance, balance out all of those um those those wellness factors so let, let's go ahead and start it off with the physical wellness tell me a little bit about that absolutely so physical wellness is one of the first ones right so what that entails is having a healthy body having good physical health habits right such as um having a healthy nutrition exercising working out and appropriate health care right so a few ways that we can get um you know, this physical wellness into place, making sure that we feel good with our body, right? And, and just cutting things that are not so healthy for us. Um, we can also feel better by creating a routine, right? That balances activity with inactivity. Um, many of us are, you know, we work in, in office settings, right? And we're sitting down for eight hours straight. So making sure that you're balancing that out by working out in the morning or after work, um, to make sure that you have, again, going back to the balance, right, to make sure that everything is manageable within your obligations and needs. Um, and our bodies, Chris, they're so intelligent, right? They're going to learn and they're going to tell us, like, hey, something's going on. You know, when we don't get enough sleep, we're going to have headaches. We're not going to feel very good, you know, with ourselves. And we're going to start having issues interacting with other people, right? So that's how physical wellness affects everything, right? Um, some of the areas, Chris, that uh, physical wellness, um, something that we can work on, uh, and this is provided by SAMHSA. Um, let me see here. I want to give you the right information. Um, so when, how you can improve physical wellness, right? So that's something that our clients are always asking us. So in the nutrition area, right, like do you have access to fresh and healthy food? Um, are you improving your diet, right, like by making small changes every week? Physical activity, it's pretty um, um, self-explanatory, right? Are you getting regular physical activity? Um, sleeping, are you getting seven to eight hours of sleep at night, right? Whenever it's possible, sometimes it's not possible, but on average, right? That's the healthy and what's recommended by, by medical providers. Um, are you avoiding exercising within a few hours of bedtime because you're on your phone? That's something that we're all guilty of, right? Just having your phone there. Um, using substances, going back to what Gabby and Mr. Montoya covered, right? Like, have you, are you using that because you're not feeling well? Um, medication safety, right? Like, are you making sure that you're taking your medications at the right time, the right dosage, right? And if you're experiencing any side effects, are you talking to your provider about it? And preventive medicine, Chris, um, having our annual checkups, right? Like going to the doctor or your dentist. Um, so you can have your routine care and you're preventing things from happening. Okay, so um, definitely important to take care of our body. And um, I actually had Cedric in here in between um, Gabby and, and Mr. Montoya, and he talked a little bit about his um, program 
or he's helping people mm -hmm. with their physical well-being and and i know they do some dietary stuff so um mm -hmm. that, that's another resource that the that um people from our tribe can can definitely take advantage of so um yeah. i'll go ahead i'm sorry vidi no, no, no. I was, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but that, that is so important, you know, to work with other departments. I'm always working with Miriam with the diabetes program, with the, um, with Cedric. I have referred several of my clients there. Um, so that's, those are wonderful resources our tribal members can take advantage of. Yeah. So, so we're able to, um, get, get after more of these dimensions definitely that affect wellness. So let's, let's go ahead and shift into the next dimension, which is going to be intellectual wellness. Um, tell me a little yes. bit about intellectual wellness and what that entails. Mm -hmm. So intellectual wellness involves many things that keep our brains active and our intellect expanding, right? That's how we are looking at different perspectives with an issue or taking them into consideration. So there's different areas, again, right, like, that we can focus on so we can improve this. Um, the number one is personal interest, right? Like, making sure that you are finding your own community or an organization where you can expand your knowledge, learn from them, or you can promote, you know, public health or your knowledge, um, exploring different public um, events in your community, um, education, right? Some many of my clients are interested in going back to school. Um, are you interested in improving uh, or are you interested in continuing your education? Are there any available classes? I know that we have a wonderful uh, program here at the Tribe de Wioa program, empowerment, um, checking with them, right, and, and seeing what skills, trainings they have, um, how can I improve my education. Um, the third one, it's brain exercise. Um, so have you, are you keeping your mind sharp, right, by playing either brain games or fun memory enhancing games, um, having playing board games with your family, with your children. Um, and the last one is conversation, right? So having stimulating conversations with people, right, will help you stimulate your mind and getting into a discussion with them about topics that are so that are interesting for you. Yeah. Um, I so those are the things. Um, one of the things that I looked into, Vidi, was um, eating fa um, dinner with, with your family. That's something that I try and get my family to do. I know a lot of times, mm -hmm. like, um, you, you have spouses that work at different jobs. Kids are in school, and, and um, a lot of families, they'll just grab their dinner and head on over to their, their little silo of the house. So I, I, I try and make it a point to make sure that we all eat together and at least have um, that conversation to look forward to throughout the day. And, and everyone can talk about what they're up to and what they're doing in, um, during the day to, I, I, I don't know. Um, it, it just, it, it feels more familial and, and, um, it, it makes the family feel good. Absolutely. And you're creating a, a sense of cohesiveness, right? Like all of you guys are talking about your day, like how did it go in school? Like, and it's, it's so good for families to do that. And I think that sometimes we deviate from that because we're busy, but I'm glad that you're promoting that culture in your family. It's so, so important. So they know, and they're learning from you and, and we learn from our children as well, right? So, no, ab absolutely. And, <laughs> all, all the so, time. You know, absolutely. So those are good conversations to have with them. So I'm glad that you're promoting that. Yeah, and, and definitely the, the um, board games and everything, that's like, like something that I don't think a lot of people um, take advantage of nowadays, but it's a good way to get your kids off of the phone and 
um, just do something healthy. Even um, they make a lot of adult themed games too. So, you know, it's not something that you have to feel is <laughs> lame or, you know, it, it's something that you can do um, among adults too. And there's, you know, have a few laughs and, you know, force yourself mm -hmm. to think a little bit. Yes. And stimulating your mind. Right. And, and, and that's, that's something that helps us with, with the second um, wellness, right. The intellectual wellness. So keeping our brains active. For sure. So um, let's go ahead and get into um, the next dimension, which is financial wellness. Okay. And this is something that because of the COVID-19 that people might have struggled with um, more so than others. So um, go ahead and tell us about that and how, and the effects it has on, on overall wellness. Yes, Chris. Um, and definitely COVID-19 has affected this area in of our lives, right? Um, many, many family members, friends, they have lost their jobs. And this is something that definitely impacts your life. Um, but financial wellness means, you know, what constitutes being financially well, stable. Um, and it focuses on different areas, right? So the first one is work, right? Obviously, like, does your job allow you to meet your obligations? And does, is it provide, are they providing you with the resources to do the things that you enjoy? Um, are you looking for paid work or volunteer work? Um, and if you are having issues visiting the unemployment office, um, in your state, right? Like right now there's, um, the government has approved, you know, more unemployment and more, more assistance programs, right? For, for individuals that are struggling with unemployment right now. Um, and the second one is checking and savings accounts, right? Like do you balance your checkbook often enough to make sure that you're not overspending, right? Are your savings in line with your life goals? Such as, you know, taking time off, retirement, um, do you have a weekly or monthly budget that you can plan for expenses such as rent and groceries and have a little um, leftover, right, to enjoy? Um, and, and the banks can help you with that if, if you don't have a savings account or you can take advantage of that. Um, the third area, Chris, is death. Um, and this is something that creates lots of stress, right, because sometimes we have more debt than income. Right. And, and that's where it can become a problem. Um, but figuring out, you know, what's my budget? What's my income? What are my expenses? Um, and, and looking into how can I have a better financial planning and what other areas I am struggling with? Maybe I need to go and sit with the banker or I need more, I need financial assistance or, you know, those are things that um we can help with as well and social services does an amazing job Yvette, you know Yvette Sierra, excuse me she does that um she helps with uh, budget planning um and there's classes here at the tribe as well for financial literacy and the, the last one Chris is retirement and other accounts um we and, and I struggle with this as well you know we don't think about our retirement sometimes and it's so important um some of the things that we need to consider is do I have a savings account again, right? And are, are there any other accounts that work for me? Um, if you're receiving disability benefits, you know, am I saving that? Any SSI, any, um, any extra income, bonds, stocks, whatever it is that it is you're receiving, am I saving that? Am I planning for my retirement, right? And those are aspects that can help us have a more stable financial wellness. Oh, that, um, great. Yeah, that's definitely a major issue that like, like you said earlier at the beginning, how that can really have a, um, 
a spillover effect into other areas of, of, of wellness for sure. So shifting yeah. gears now, um, let's talk about the environmental wellness. That's the next dimension that we have here. Yeah, Chris. And, and this is something that I see here at the tribe a lot, and, and, and I'm so grateful to see that. And they promote a green living, right? Like access to clean air, food, water, um, preserving, preserving, excuse me, the areas that we live in and we work in, right? Um, stimulating environments that support our well-being and promoting and learning um, and relaxing, right? Learning how to relax in natural places and spaces. So how do we do that? How do we, what do we need to concentrate on to make sure that our environmental wellness is taken care of? So there's three areas. The first one is green living. Um, are you recycling whenever possible, right? Um, do you limit the power and water that you use at home? Um, are you able to maybe use public transportation? You know, sometimes I know it's hard, but if you're able to, are you able to use your bike? Um, if not, you know, what other options I have? Um, looking for um, green aisles at home improvement stores, right? So we can have energy efficient um, at home, right? And energy efficient um, light bulbs and other products, um, having recycling bins at home. Um, the second one is having a change of scenery, right? So again, sometimes we spend lots of <laughs> pretty much eight hours, right? Inside uh, in, in a building, right? And we don't spend time outdoors. So it's so important that we visit public spaces, outdoor spaces, public parks, spending time with our family again, right? Like playing sports, taking a walk, right? Um, during work hours, if you're able to take a break and walk around the block, um, drink some water. And the last one, Chris, is home and work environment. Um, do you organize your workspace from time to time and you add things that make you happy? Um, is your living space filled with styles and textures that you enjoy? Um, many of my clients, they have like very, you know, cultural, um, the, the decorations, right? They're so, they're native and, and that's something that brings peace into their life. It's, it's, and they enjoy that. And sometimes they do that as a family as well. So it's so important that the place that we live in is comfortable and it's providing us with some safe, like a safety net. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. That, that I could see how that that would lift somebody's um spirit as well. Just having like a nice, comfortable place where you feel, um, you know, like it's pleasant. It's somewhere that you want to be. You don't dread being that. And just piggybacking off something that you said uh, as well as getting outside. This weekend is like one of my favorite weekends of the entire year when the mm -hmm. um the time springs forward, and, and we have oh, that, yeah. that extra hour of daylight now. Uh, um, like I, I get really excited about that that extra hour. <laughs> Yeah, just be because that is so true. you get to see the sunshine and get the vitamin D uh, on your skin, mm -hmm. and you know there's more more time to be outside. So I, exactly. I, I I just look forward to this weekend. Like like I was pleasantly surprised to learn that it was this weekend. So um I I don't know why I had it in my head that it was gonna be at the end of March, and um you know so I'm like <laughs> you know I, I'm I'm just uh, thrilled. I I also saw that there's a bill that they're they're thinking that some senators are supporting where they just do away with falling mm -hmm. back in the fall. So I I really hope that goes through. Oh, that would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> cut cut back on some of that like fall and winter blues. 
because I, mm-hmm. I like I really um um don't like when you know like um if you're working an eight to five job how you you go in and it's dark and you get out and it's dark and you just don't see the yeah. sun it's just it, it, like it's hard during that uh, that that time period it definitely takes a toll on you because you go into work and there's no sunlight and then you leave work and it's already dark you're not like you said like vitamin d is so important right that can if you're deficient um in vitamin d you can have you can experience mood things like depression sadness right so i agree with you (laughs) hopefully they they extend that yeah and then it's just like such a nice feeling to be able to like walk barefooted on grass and um you know like like people who like to go to the beach i know we don't have beaches here in west texas but uh, um just just i i guess being <laughs> out in nature like going out on a hike yeah. and breathing fresh yeah. air and and um I, I think it can do a lot like emotionally for a person uh, and physically mm-hmm. and and spiritually as well i think that one really like is interconnected definitely yeah it, it does affect you know if you're not spending time outdoors Okay, so let, let's go ahead and segue into um, one that I think a lot of us here on the reservation can relate to, and that's spiritual wellness. Um, tell us a little bit about that dimension. Yes, Chris. So spiritual wellness is a broad concept, right? But it represents um, one's personal beliefs and values, and it involves having meaning, purpose, and a sense of balance, and most importantly, peace, right? So it includes um, different areas, right? But it's so important that we recognize um, that all of us are in constant search for meaning and purpose in human existence, right? And it's important to develop an appreciation for life and the natural forces that exist, you know? So there's some areas that, three specifically areas, right, that we should focus on. Number one is belief, right? So some people are sometimes... Um, in that constant search, right? Like, what do I believe in? Um, so reading about your other types of beliefs may, might help you become more understanding and accepting and open-minded, um, keeping your beliefs and your thoughts, to use them in your everyday life, making sure that, going back to that balance that we talked about earlier, right? Are they aligned with, with who I am? Sharing your values, your beliefs, and principles with other people as appropriate. Um, and that helps you know, with spirituality. Um, and it also with spirituality, asking yourself, am I using my spirituality to drive my actions and thoughts to have, to have and give a better meaning to life? The second area, Chris, is involvement. So learning about different organizations or groups in our community um, and decide, you know, which one is the best fit for me um, if I'm still in that search, right? Um, here at the tribe, um, in the past, um, I loved how many of my clients were involved in community events um, where they were able to share those values, those beliefs that we talked about earlier. And you are sharing that as a community and you're being social right, with other people and you're sharing that spiritual practice and that helps you connect with others who share your same beliefs. And the third one, Chris, is time. Sometimes we say, oh, I don't have the time to pray. Oh, I don't have the time to, you know, go to church. Or, and, but it's all about how you prioritize and how you manage your time. It's so important that we take the time each day to pray, to reflect on, spiritual, on our spirituality, to find a peaceful location to reflect and pray, meditate, um, 
even if it's only like 15 minutes. You don't need more than that. If you're able to do it in the morning, at night, that will help so, so much. And being very receptive to your own spirituality, right? Even in times of pain, like a lot of a lot of our family members or friend and friends are going through grief, pain, um, and it's so important that you explore that and you connect with your spirituality. Yeah, most definitely. Like one of the things during this COVID nineteen pandemic that just um. You, you don't realize how important it is until it's taken away from you and um, just our mm-hmm. tribal ceremonies and everything, just having to um, really limit those. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, like it's given me a greater appreciation for, for um, mm-hmm. you know, being blessed to have been able to have them in my life. And now that they've um, been missing uh, for this time, you know, it, it, it has been like, like something difficult. Like I think, um, just reflecting on that um, to deal with. And I think like like our community might be suffering a little bit because of it. So, I, I mean, I'm just hoping to get a message of hope out there that, you know, I do see things um, getting better. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. like more and more um, people are getting vaccinated now and, and um, yeah. you know, people are surviving and, and getting through this. And, and we are starting to see us return to normalcy and um, a sense of normalcy. So hopefully, um, you know, in due time, like everything will come back the way it was prior to the pandemic and, and those spiritual practices will be um, available for us again. Definitely, Chris. I think that the tribe has done a, a wonderful job, you know, with vaccination. Right now, they're available. Reach out to the clinic. Um, and spirituality, again, it's something that many of our tribal members are missing, right? Because they want to reconnect with that, like the practices, the, the dances, everything, right? So, like you said, hopefully sooner than later, right, we're able to go back to what we know um, with some small changes, of course, but taking advantage of the resources that the tribe is providing for our community. It's no, so important as well. Absolutely. And especially here on the reservation, um, spirituality um, definitely ties into this um, next next dimension, which is social wellness. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that, Vidi. Yes, Chris. So social wellness involves having healthy relationships, healthy relationships with friends, family, and the community, right? So the areas that we can focus on to make sure that we are improving our social wellness, R3. The first one is community, right? So um, the first one is community, asking your doctor, um, a friend, a family member, someone from your community about support groups, right? Um, connecting with other individuals. I know that right now um, with COVID-19, going back to that, right? Our social wellness might have been affected in some way, somehow. But... Um, you know, we here at the Circle of Hope, we're, we're having three support groups. They're online, free through Zoom. Um, so looking for online resources, groups where you can express yourself and you are at the same time keeping in touch with friends, family. Um, something so simple, Chris, as picking up the phone and catching up with someone, right? Even a phone call can lift up your spirit. The second area is new people. Right. So are you getting out there and you meeting new people with your same interests? You know, if you like art, try going to a museum, a a gallery, if you enjoy history. Right. Um, Are you open to meeting new people from different backgrounds? Um, Maybe volunteering. Um, So looking at um, asking in your spiritual community as well. Right. Are there uh, any community events where I can volunteer? Um, Again, joining uh, groups. 
uh, support groups online. And the third one is social time. Social time, what that means is keeping track of when you need to catch up with someone, right? When you need to talk to someone where, or when a friend or a family member is due for a visit, right? Um, organizing your calendar. I know that we're very busy. Um, we have families. We have to go to work, school, other responsibilities, right? But it's so important that you prioritize um, uh, connecting and reconnecting with friends and families, um, going out there to a public space um, where you are able to reconnect with them and spending some good quality time with them. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And um, I know it's challenging during this um, pandemic time, but um, you know, there, there are ways to, to use technology or to arrange meetups mm -hmm. where you're properly distanced and, and, um, you know, able to, um, safely take part, part in, um, those social activities. They're very important. And like, like I, I go back to the, the COVID-19 pandemic and mm -hmm. when it first started at the, around this time last year, um, all the lockdowns and everything, just those first, uh, um, six weeks or so were rough. They were absolutely yes. rough. Like, you know, I think like just on people's social well-being for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, this one I'm not too familiar with. And, and so you, I'm going to be using you to enlighten me here. Uh, let's talk about mm -hmm. occupational wellness. Yes, Chris. So occupational wellness involves participating in activities that provide meaning and purpose, right? And they align with your personal values, interests, and beliefs. And it includes um, employment, right? So there's three areas again where that we can focus on in order to improve that occupational wellness. The first one is work relationships, right? So when we think about um, being in a career or in our job, right, um, we pursue jobs that were that hopefully will work well within that framework, um, making sure that you are involved in a career that fits with your values, right? Sometimes people go like, you know, nursing school, right? Because they they think and they know that they will make, they will have a good income and steady income. Um, but sometimes they, that career does not align with your values, right? You don't like seeing blood. You don't like working night shifts, right? So it's a struggle, right? And that can definitely take a toll in an individual. Um, do you have an open line of communication with your employer, with your coworkers? Communication in a work environment is crucial and vital. Um, making sure that you are expressing yourself to them. Um, does your work offer uh, personal satisfaction and stimulation? Um, does it, do they allow you to contribute with the talents that you have, with your knowledge? Are they open? Are they being receptive to new projects, with new, to new um, events? Um, and when something is not working at work, it's so important to let people know what would help, right? And sometimes we focus on the, the, the areas that we can improve on. However, there's things that we can change, right? So, so we can uh, improve that work environment and it's more welcoming and more, because we spend a lot of our times, right, uh, at work. So it's so important that you express yourself. The yeah. second one, Chris, is balance. Right. Uh, going back to balance, balance is important here because sometimes we spend more time at work than with our own families. Right? Um, do you schedule time to have fun? I'm always um, promoting self care with 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 myself, with my family, with my clients. It's so important that you're spending time with your friends, 
um, taking nature walks, scheduling massages, right? Doing whatever it takes to relax. Um, are you considering volunteering? Volunteering helps so much because it helps the, you are helping others, right? Well, you are receiving that satisfaction back. So keeping a calendar, right? Making sure that you are having a good balance between having fun and going to work or going to school. Yeah, no. Right? I, and then, I, I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really important. I, I, I know a lot of workaholics in there and, and uh, yeah, it, it's funny to finally see them like relax and let loose and get out of that work environment for sure. <laughs> I know. I, I know a lot of those too. And the last one, Chris, is accomplishment, right? Um, taking the time to think of what you enjoy the most, right? If you're having difficulty at work, like, is this meaningful? Is it, Am I in a career that I'm, I'm excited about? I have a sense of accomplishment. I feel proud of being part of the team. Um, are you patting yourself on the back for your accomplishments? And if not, we need to reconsider, right? Like, okay, maybe this is something that I already voiced my concerns. Um, I, I, and I still feel that it's not fulfilling or meaningful, right? So if we struggle with the, this area of our lives, again, it's going to take an emotional impact, a financial impact, right? Because we don't want to go to work. So it's so important that we take into consideration those three areas. Yeah, and I mean, I just, I just want to say too, like if if um your work life isn't um creating that wellness and that fulfillment, and um the tribe does have resources for you to you know maybe do a career change or um mm-hmm. intern somewhere else, or you know we have our WIOA program that um you yeah. could you could get into and and um you know maybe uh find something that's going to be more um fulfilling for you occupationally for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Taking advantage of all the programs that we have. Yeah. And um, so the last dimension right here is emotional wellness. Let's go ahead and talk yes. talk about that a little bit. Yes, Chris. So this is my my area. Of, of, this is your, of your forte. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's so important, right? Because sometimes we grow up thinking that don't, don't, don't cry, don't share your feelings, keep it to yourself. But no, like if we struggle with this area, everything else is going to be affected. So um, it's so important that we have the ability to express feelings, to adjust and cope to emotional challenges, because all of us have 300 and something feelings. It's amazing how many feelings we all have. Um, coping with life stressors. And most importantly, how to enjoy life, right? So it includes knowing our strengths as well as we want to get better. What, what we want to get better at, right? And living and working on our own, but letting others help us from time to time, right? Because sometimes we, we struggle and we feel that, no, no, I got this. But in reality, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. So, Chris, there's, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and then your emotions are something that's not um, unique to yourself either. Like, they're, they're, mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned the support groups earlier because um, so many mm-hmm. people are probably feeling like you and just um, we're, we're all living inside ourselves and just afraid to um, kind of express what's going on in there. And, um, you know, like those support groups are really like like a great tool for um, you to get that out. Absolutely. And you, you know, and you're, you know that you're not alone and you're able to connect with others, right? Like you said, you know that you're feeling this way and you feel that you're the only person in the world feeling that way, but not really. A lot of us are feeling that way. 
but thank you for bringing that out. We have three amazing supporters going on right now, um, and and they're through through Zoom. Um, but going back to this emotional wellness, Chris, there's three areas that we can focus on. Um, so the first one, feelings and emotions, of course. Um, are we spending time reflecting each day on our emotions, right? What, what are they teaching me? How can I express them in a healthy way? Um, journaling to record your feelings and thoughts is so important because you're able to identify, okay, this, she said something or he said something and it made me feel that way. What does that say about me, right? Um, developing regular habits to help you process and deal with your feelings effectively so you can move forward in fulfilling your emotional um, needs. And finding a place, Chris, where you feel the most comfortable and go there when you feel a need for comfort, a quiet space, safety. Um, also asking yourself, right, do you, am I allowing myself to be open? And I, am I acknowledging my feelings without judging myself? Sometimes we say, why am I feeling angry? I shouldn't. There, if, you, if you're feeling angry, there's a reason why. If you're feeling sad, there's a reason why. Um, validating yourself. Um, have you found and developed safe relationships with people in groups um, where you can express your feelings and thoughts? Do you see challenges as opportunities for growth? Do you recognize your limitations and you learn from your mistakes? And most importantly, are you taking responsibility for your actions? Right, Chris? So I, I think that being open and, and realize and recognize that sometimes our environments, our homes are not the best. There's issues right everywhere we go, but sometimes they affect our emotional life, right? So if you're in a toxic environment, if you're in an unhealthy relationship, it's important that you get out of there, right? And then there's resources for you. There's therapy. Um, there is so many things out there that can help you move on and move away from that relationship and that environment, most importantly, right? And then the second one, Chris, is self-care. Um, and it's discovering what you like to do best and do it often, right? Um, if it's seeking spiritual health, do it. If it's having physical activity like you, right? Like being a, a, like having a gym or leading a gym, fitness center, whatever, do that. Take some time to yourself on a regular basis. Identify resources that can help you with a sleep schedule, right? Or, maybe some meal planning um, and positive affirmations, right? It's so important that you develop um, a positive statement to repeat to yourself daily when you, uh, where you can change your thoughts, right? I know that people sometimes say, just think positive. It's not about thinking positive. It's about having healthier thoughts that will help you change your mood and your attitude. And the last one, Chris, is stress, right? All of us have stress in our lives. But it's so important that you're able to learn how to manage that in ways that work for you and your lifestyle, right? So do you recognize what stress, um, what triggers, excuse me, um, having stress? Um, are you recognizing your feelings or are you pushing them to the side? Um, do you welcome and you cultivate positive empowering thoughts, empowering thoughts, excuse me, and emotions? And it's so important that when you are facing something stressful, to take a step back, right, and practice deep breathing and other relaxation techniques, um, coping exercises, exercises and um, strategies that we can use, right, when we're feeling a, a certain way. And practice 
uh, practicing, excuse me, finding positive, uh, kind of like positive affirmations again. There's always a, uh, something good that will come up after experiencing something negative, right? Sometimes we feel that I'm just going to feel sad forever and this is not going away. But no, like all feelings are temporary, right? Even happiness, it comes and goes. So supporting others in doing this, is, it's going to help you feel um, more fulfilled as well. Yeah, wow. So, um, I mean, just really like a wealth over these eight dimensions that we've gone over in the last hour or so. I, I mean, um, it's there's there's so much there to kind of digest and, and take in. And if you're sitting there kind of listening to this this podcast right now, and um, you, you can, you know, automatically see that you're you're imbalanced on one of them. Uh, what would you recommend mm-hmm. to to start working on that, uh, VD? Just to have, you know, some introspection, right? And, and, and ask yourself, why, what am I lacking? You know, what am I needing to improve on? Um, for some people, it's emotional, right? Some people are having a hard time um, going out there and, and just having physical activity, right? That's me, right? I know that I need to improve on that. I need to go out there and have more physical activity during the day, diet. Um, you have to be able to recognize and say, this is the area or these are the areas that I need to work on. If you're struggling with something, if you feel that you are confused and you don't know where to start, give us a call and we can help you. Everything's confidential and private. Um, there's resources, wonderful resources here at the tribe that, and between, it's a community effort, right? Going back to that. Um, and we can all assist you with that. Yeah, we de- we definitely want everybody out there to just be well, 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 and, um, well-rounded individuals and, and um, just, mm-hmm. you know, where, where you've got all, all your eight dimensions just taken care of and, and you know, you're, li- you're living your best life. And um, I'm, I, I'm really glad that one of the themes of this whole conversation that we had is just all, all the available resources that our, yeah. our tribal members have and, and um, how you can utilize that. Um, I also wanted to mention that mm-hmm. um, I, I worked with you a little bit in the past to put together a resource library for um, oh, yeah. some of these things. So that's available on www.isladelsorpueblo.org. Under the Circles mm-hmm. of Hope, there's a great um, resource library. And I, I think um, some of the background materials that we have for this podcast, we should go ahead and add those there so you can um, look those up as well. Yes, Chris, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, we you, you helped us. Thank you so much. Um, and we have coping skills, things that you all can use if you're feeling a certain way or another. Um, and those are wonderful tools and resources that we have available for you all. Yeah, that, m- most definitely. And, and um, you know, I, I, I had the, um, I, guess, I guess, opportunity to go go through those and everything while we were putting that resource page together last year. And, and I mean, there's just a mm-hmm. lot of great information that will get you thinking and, and um, kind of get you uh, um, to take that next step. So this has been a, just a phenomenal conversation that we've had today. Uh, and um, like it, ha- it has me like really thinking and, and um, about, you know, areas of my own life where I might have been lacking and that. And I hope um, some people really gain, gain some of that perspective and everything. So I want to thank you again mm-hmm. for coming on, Vidi. Oh, thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we, we end this? No, I just want to remind everybody that we're here to support you in whatever it is. Um, you don't have to be in a crisis to receive therapy. I think all of us can benefit from that. Um, I, I want to just, if you allow me, Chris, I would like to give, um, you know, our information. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So the Circle of Hope, um, the phone number here is 915-860-6180. And, and you can schedule an appointment. Um, everything's confidential and private. Um, if you have any questions or if you just want to have a quick consultation, um, you can give us a call and we can definitely schedule that with you. Okay, and if you uh, if you tuned in a little bit late, maybe you, you jumped in on the middle of this, don't forget that you can download this full podcast wherever um, you get your podcasts onto your smartphone or your desktop computer. Um, we're in Apple, we're in Spotify, we're in Google Podcasts. Um, we're in about like eight or nine of them. There's just so many that I forget about them, so you could always download there. <laughs> you can go to the um, Isla del Sur Pueblo um, Health and Human Services Facebook page, and um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have the podcast there for you to download and maybe share it with somebody who you feel like can benefit from um, this information they provided. So um, with, with that said, Vidi, just um, thank you on, on National Social Work Month and um, can keep doing like all the great work that you're doing. And, um, um, you know, I look forward to talking to you in the future because it always is uh, um, very um, eye-opening and uh, I, I think you, you bring a, lot, a wealth of information. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much for, for giving us the space and the time and, and for everything that you do for the Pueblo and for us. Thank you. Have a wonderful day and thank you, everybody. You do the same. And thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Daily Corn Mill on KUEH Gue 101.5 FM, Isla del Sur.